Switched on on F104 and I'm joined by sports journalist and boxing coach Lee Costello. Hello. Hello, how are you? I am very good. Thank you very much for chatting to me this evening. So there's been a lot of talk about Katie Taylor's homecoming. Tell us where the situation is at the moment. Uh, it's, it's actually a really bizarre situation. So uh, Katie Taylor beat Amanda's, Amanda Serrano last year, Madison Square Garden, in what was officially the biggest boxing match in female boxing history. Um, both fighters got paid more than any female fighter ever got paid. The, the pay-per-views, the crowd, the magnitude of the situation, and it was purely because you have this really rare occasion where you've got two people who both justifiably could call themselves number one. So we got them into the ring to actually, you know, find out who was number one. And amazingly, you know, Katie Taylor pulled it off and she got the win. But she just about got the win. You know, it's a split decision. A lot mm-hmm. of people think that Amanda actually won. And it was genuinely that close. So we get to go and do it again. But because Katie won, she sort of has, uh, you know, the, the leverage in terms of like, well, uh, there's going to be a rematch I wanted to be in Ireland. And the only place really to host such a, a historic occasion because this is this fight now double the times that it already was and it was already huge mm. uh, would be Croke Park and Eddie Hearn the boxing promoter he says Croke Park's definitely in the plans and so we're all very excited you know the, I don't think there's been a boxing match in Croke Park since Muhammad Ali back in the 70s wow. so you know what a name to follow yeah, like how <laughs> um, amazing would what, that be imagine the celebrations if that was to be pulled off exactly like it's such such a huge thing and so excited but like Typically in the world of boxing and Crow Park generally, uh, there's been so many hurdles and things thrown in the way. So mm-hmm. now Eddie Hearn's saying it has to be in the three arena, which is just, like, and it's no offence to the three arena, it's but it's just so disappointing. Yeah. yeah, it's not the same. <laughs> um, because uh, he's saying that Crow Park's pricing themselves out massively. He mm-hmm. says that uh, it's like three times the price of Wembley um, and that he can't afford it and pay Katie and Amanda the wages that they deserve for the fight. That's that's his argument. Mm-hmm. Uh, Crow Park have hit back and they're saying that actually, um, you know, it's marginal uh, how much more expensive uh, Crow Park is to Wembley. And the real issue is for the security because that'd be, that'd be an outside sort of situation. They'd have mm-hmm. to pay through the security. It's something like 500k, you know, because it's going to be crazy numbers going in. And, of course. Uh, and it's sort of an event that they've never really hosted before. Like I know concerts and stuff come before, but... Uh, now, interestingly, and this is where we're at, Conor McGregor <laughs> has got involved and he says he'll front the, the 500k or sponsor the event or yeah. do something. Yeah. Now, McGregor is known for making outlandish sort of promises and statements before. He recently said he's going to buy Liverpool Football Club and mm-hmm. a load of other things. So you have to take everything he says with a pinch of salt. But he is actually meeting with Eddie Hearn, so there could genuinely be something in this. And that that's where we're at in the, at the minute. We're sort of in limbo, but... like. I'm of the opinion that I just think like everyone should be doing everything to row in line and try to make this happen for yeah. this once in a lifetime historic situation because when Katie retires, that's it. You know, there's no more uh, boxing events from mm-hmm. Ireland at that level. Mm-hmm. Not for a good while anyway because there's no one coming through that we know of yet. You know, it'll be years if we're lucky yeah. uh, we get another one ever again. How amazing would it be as well if it was in Croke Park? Like, obviously, the three arena, if it comes to it, I think people would take it as well. But just the Mm -hmm. numbers and the amount of people who would want to see Katie there and be there while it's happening. Mm -hmm. But It'll be one of them events 
I was there. So even if you've never been to a boxing event in your life, so every boxing fan, of course, will want to be there. And they'll travel over from the UK and stuff as well. She's got a, Amanda Serrano actually has a huge uh, following in Puerto Rico and this sort of uh, South American uh, sort of following as well. Mm-hmm. You know, she's got a lot of fans and her promoter is actually Jake Paul, you know, the YouTuber. Yeah, wow. So, so he's obviously one of the most famous people on the planet for in terms of young people. So that means he's going to be, you know, bopping about Dublin, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. in the coming weeks towards that. A lot of TikTokers and uh, famous people will be there. The the whole place would be buzzing. And, like, the capacity is 80,000. Like, will it sell out? I don't know. It's a, that's a lot of people. But, like, you'll get as close to it as I think. You know, if it's promoted correctly and sold, right, you'll get a really, really good mix of the boxing diehards, the people who just want to be there for the occasion. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, who knows, like, who could go to an event like this, see Katie, maybe a young girl, and think, well, I'm going to take up boxing or sport in general. And, you know, like, the, the exposure she gives uh, for female athletes, especially in Ireland, you know, is, is just different level. Um, she's, I just can't believe we have someone like that. And, you know, and we're not doing mm-hmm. absolutely everyone, everything in our power to, to make these sort of things happen. This is the thing. So it is happening. So May 20th is the rematch, as they say, between uh-huh. the two. It just depends now where it's going to be. Yeah, I mean, the Aviva Stadium was also a plan B, okay. but there's rugby on, on that weekend. Right. Um, and it's just scheduled in fixtures. So that's just, <laughs> we can't really be like, you guys need to move out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or yeah. You, you know, you can't get them to play earlier in the day and try to yeah, yeah, yeah. build in a, bo- a boxing ring in the middle of the match when they're playing, you know. Yeah, it'd be quite um, no, it would be, it would be. Um, but, yeah, like, I did, you know, the manager get Garth Brooks there, surely we can get Kitty Taylor there. Like, I, that'd be my uh, thinking of it. Especially because, like, so Evan Ferguson, I, I always use this example, he's a, a striker for Brighton, and he's only 18 years old, and he's scoring goals for fun. And he hurt his ankle there against Liverpool last week. And Ireland, because he's Irish, mm-hmm. was up in arms about this tackle. And we were like, oh, my mind is ankle. You know, everyone mm-hmm. was really losing their minds. We all took it very personally. <laughs> and because we're so desperate for this kid to play for Ireland at senior level and just desperate to have someone to celebrate and someone to, you know, to get, uh, like our, our new Messiah sort of yeah. thing. You know, like our own Ronaldo, our new Andy Murray, like our own, someone we can call our own sort of thing. And it's a lot of pressure on a young kid, you know, and that's how badly that they want it. But I, and, and, and that's great. And I so hope he fulfills his potential. But... And just sort of thinking, like, but we already have one. You know, know, if we could just all direct our energy towards Katie Taylor and helping her, because she's never even fought in Ireland in her professional career. Um, And it's not not the longest career in the world. She was amateur uh, Mm because the Olympics and stuff up until 2016. So from there onwards, though, and looking, obviously... She was busy in, you know, Las Vegas and Wembley and <laughs> these sort of places. <laughs> but uh, the Crow Park would actually match that. That's what's incredible. Yeah. You know, we have the venue. We, uh, we actually own this place that would match that in terms of uh, uh, historic value and, and capacity and things. And, and then we've got the fighter to match the, the want the venue, and, and yeah. the need for it. And mm. we just can't get the two together. <laughs> oh, hopefully, hopefully now that discussions are happening and I think people are going to start yeah. talking about it a bit more, maybe it will actually turn around and they'll go, okay, we'll, we'll, figure, it, we'll figure it out and we'll sort something out for it because I think it would be hopefully. a shame. Hopefully, or, yeah. or, or someone really rich is listening to this interview exactly. now and, exactly. and wants to prompt the money. Yeah, absolutely. We totally would be up for that also. <laughs> but I suppose <laughs> being a boxing coach, how would you think she's going to get ready for this or do you think she's kind of already in the zone for it? Yeah, this girl lives and breathes yeah. boxing. Like she's just incredible. I mean, I, I actually she she was in so much trouble in the last fight. Actually, early on, she took a few 
pitch really early on. Mm. She looked dazed. It, it genuinely looked at one point that Amanda was going to get her out of there. But not only did she manage to sort of regroup and uh, find her composure again, but then she started to dominate and take over the site. Like, and you were sort of watching this, like, that's just so incredible, you know, because mm. of the caliber of uh, the opponent that she was up against. But the thing about Katie Taylor as a boxer, um, she's been a professional boxer not that long, but a lot of her amateur skills, so the amateur boxing and uh, professional boxing is very different. Uh, professional boxing is like a marathon, you know, it's three mm. minutes, 12 rounds, well, uh, well, it's two minutes for the ladies. And uh, But amateur boxing is only three rounds, so it's like a sprint. Okay. Um, but she still, she like sprints the marathon, do you know what I mean? Like she, <laughs> she, she throws punches and bunches. She's like mm-hmm. 100 miles an hour. She never stops. And it's just so, because she's so like unassuming and quiet and mm-hmm. modest off the, off or outside of the ring. And then when, when, just once that bell goes, she, you know, she's a bit of a monster, really. Like it's yeah. quite terrifying, I'd say, to be in the <laughs> ring with her. Um, and skills, like the skill level is just ridiculous. She's so hard to hit, so hard to pin down. Uh, I, I've never really just seen her throw. She doesn't throw single shots. Everything's in twos, mm-hmm. threes, fours, fives, and mm-hmm. sixes and, and flurries. It just must be a nightmare to to come up against. And just a pleasure to watch as well. She's never been in a boring fight. She either completely dominates, which is great for us to watch and cheer, or she's in these wonderful wars uh, where you get to see like two warriors just leave everything out there. And so far, anyway, you know she's always came out on top, and fans have got every uh, their pennies worth. Absolutely, and hopefully we'll be in for this on the on May twentieth as well. But mm-hmm. we'll have to wait and see where that will happen. Oh yeah, well, where it'll happen is, is the only issue because the only there's no one. doubt mm-hmm. in anyone's mind that it'll be a barnstormer of a fight. Do you know, I mean, how she prepares for it, like she'll want to start better probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, she won't want, to, and then Amanda will probably be thinking the same thing that she doesn't want to blow a casket so early on and then struggle later in the fight because I think Amanda thought she could get her out of there and maybe exerted too much energy and then that's why she struggled in the later rounds and that's when Katie took over. Um, so you can see nearly the polar opposite happening, you know, mm-hmm. Katie going in hard mm-hmm. and strong and Amanda being really uh, sort of conservative in, in terms of her energy and stuff. But that's a risky game to play as well because they say if you don't get, you know, your sprints in early, you won't make them up in the end. So it could actually just be an issue of conditioning, cardio and fitness is mm-hmm. the one thing that they were going to make like a priority here and because their skill levels are both, you know, through the roof and in equal measure, and they're just going to say if they can outlast each other here. And yeah. I think it could be a case too of it being their last fight each. You know, like where does Katie go from here? You know, she's already unified the division. She's already beaten Amanda, and she's won belts in the division uh, below as well. So like, like there's nowhere else after what this. Else so can let's you win. Get, yeah, yeah. You know, this this is the the grand finale, oh, as, wow. as it were. Like it. If she loses, there may be another rematch and, and there'll mm. be a trilogy and stuff. But but if she were to win this fight, and she'll be, she'll, there won't be a doubt in her mind that she's going to win the fight. So she'll be going in, gone home, maybe last fight ever, you know, really sucking up that energy. And if you're training for your last fight ever and you've been fighting your entire life, you know, I'm I'm just really curious to see the, the Katie Taylor that's going to yeah. perform on May 20th. Oh, it's going to be very exciting either way. Lee Costello, yeah. thank you very much for chatting to us. Thank you.